Good morning. It is Friday, May the 26th, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2023. Yes, it is his year. <laughs> so was last year. So will next year be if he doesn't return. All that to say is Friday. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. And let's begin today. You know, I say this often, that yesterday's consecration is not enough for today's transformation. So let's just once again, anew and afresh, Let's not go to sleep at the wheel on this. Let's locate ourselves consciously with deep attention and intention before our Lord Jesus Christ, who is ascended at the right hand of God and who dwells in our inmost being by the Holy Spirit. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled Moving from My Commitment to Jesus' consecration. Our text is Romans chapter 6, verses 19 to 23. Hear the word of the Lord. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord the word of the Lord. Now consider this. I have a friend who recently told me of her daily practice of consecration. 
Immediately upon waking in the morning, she kneels beside her bed and draws into fellowship with Jesus. It's a good picture of wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It's like she is saying, I will let neither darkness nor daylight come between the devotion of Jesus and my desperate soul. It's become her reflexive movement of the morning. Rise up, kneel down. Did you catch that? Yes, I said the devotion of Jesus. Not our devotion to Jesus, but Jesus' devotion to us. The gospel is not if we turn our lives around, God will love us. It is, and I quote, while we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. I mean, what do we think we mean when we say Jesus loves us? It means he is devoted to us. It means he is waiting on us to wake up every single morning so he can shine his light in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in his very face. When Paul says things like, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, Romans 6, 11, and so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness, Romans 6, 19. He is assuming we understand the exceptional and extraordinary message of the gospel that Jesus Christ has unconditionally and unalterably given himself to us in love. If we don't understand this, we will mistakenly interpret this as be more committed to trying harder to be better, and we will fail over and over and over again, and ultimately settle into a life of predictable sin management. The invitation is to respond by giving ourselves to Him, to belong to Him wholeheartedly and unreservedly in love. This is a once and for all giving over of ourselves to Jesus. And yet the real proof of whether we have really once and for all done it comes in the everydayness of doing it. Rise up. Kneel down. It's why we enter into this prayer of consecration every single day here. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. We say, Jesus, I belong to you. We're not just saying it. We're saying it to him. 
we say, I lift up my heart to you, all of my affections. I give you my affections to order rightly. I set my mind on you. Give me the mind of Christ to think thoughts after God, whose ways are higher than our ways. We say, I fix my eyes on you. We're saying, open the eyes of my heart that I might see you, Jesus, that I might perceive what you're saying to me, what you're showing me. We say, I offer my body my physical body. Scripture says your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Honor God in your body. We're going to just offer our bodies to Him, alive, fully, vessels of His presence. And then as we say those things, we say, Jesus, we belong to you because we're doing this together. We're not doing this by ourselves. And then, of course, we pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in whose fellowship and company we are held, in whom we live and move and have our being. You know, that's another reason, and I say it here in what I've written today, and you're listening, obviously, but this is why I want people to listen to this, because it helps us to really go there together. Um, yeah, all this to say, Jesus is jealous for us in a very good way. He's devoted to us. He knows what happens when we slide off into the abyss of sin and death. He covets life and more life for us. But we must belong to him and abide in him to receive it. Note Paul's reasoning. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. Jesus is all about giving us a quality of life and love that is not originating in our commitment and willpower. It is streaming by the Spirit, from His very life in us. Rivers of living water will flow from within you, is how he put it, John seven thirty eight. Consecration is participation in the divine human intermingled exchange, who is Jesus himself. He gives his heart to us. He gives his mind to us. His eyes are fixed on us. He gave and gives his body for us as a holy and living sacrifice. Consecration is the mysterious, miraculous exchange of our sin for his righteousness, our brokenness for his wholeness and our emptiness for his fullness. Through consecration, we learn to participate in the very life of Jesus by the indwelling Holy Spirit on earth as it is in heaven.
But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. A final word. Eternal life does not mean, quote, when we all get to heaven. It means heaven is now here. Eternal signifies not only duration, but quality. Eternal life is life in quantity and quality. The prayer. Jesus, all of this, I want all of this. And yet it all comes down to me wanting you. All of this comes with you. Would you teach me and train me in this life? Would you let that become what discipleship means in my life? Even in my church, I'm weary of my own ways of trying harder to manage sin. Come, Holy Spirit, I am ready for consecration, the exchange of all that is broken for all that is whole. I'm ready to participate in your life here and now for my good, for others' gain, for God's glory. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, do you feel drawn to the kind of life described in today's wake-up call? How might you take steps toward this life? This is a visionary life. Are, are you seeing it? What might walking into it look like? Can you picture yourself walking into it right now? Tomorrow, the day after. What's it look like in a year? The hymn. For our hymn today, we're going to finish the festival. The All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name hymn festival. We're going to sing all six verses as though we've never sung them before. Okay, we got a lot to sing about, don't we? And let's just let ourselves consider that we're we're ministering to the Lord as we sing this. We're singing it to Him. So let your heart be lifted up as you sing. Number 279 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Yes, they're on back order, but they're coming. Get your order in because they're going to sell out again. Let's go big today. All hail the power of Jesus' name, let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him 
Lord of all. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye ransomed from the fall. Hail him who saves you by his grace, and crown him Lord of all. Hail him who saves you by his grace, and crown him Lord of all. Sinners whose love can ne'er forget the wormwood and the gall. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him Lord of all. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him Lord of all, let every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball, to him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. To him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. Crown him, ye martyrs of your God, who from his altar call. Extol the stem of Jesse's rod and crown him. Lord of all, extol the stem of Jesse's rod and crown him, Lord of all. Oh, that with yonder sacred throng we at his feet may fall. We'll join the everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. We'll join the everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. Amen. Well, that brings us to the end of our hymn festival. All hail the power of Jesus' name. We'll come back to it, you know, years from now, maybe, and hit the diadem. going to probably take a better singer than me to lead that one. In today's email, you will see three notes for further study and reflection if you want to look at that. Otherwise, we're going to close it out today. It's Friday. Gather a double portion of seed, okay? People are receptive to sowing on Fridays. I'll be looking for you on the field. I'll be that guy waving, casting seed extravagantly. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Wall. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. 
And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.